And there in Surah Al-Mu'minun at the end you get the highest Jannah. What's the highest Jannah? Here in this passage, you're not offered Jannah, you're told the fire peels the skin off of people. And it calls them, except the people who pray. <laughs> you know, it's not, Jannah isn't talked about first. What's talked about first here is, these are the people who don't burn in hell because they pray. Salat is their protection. And here's how Salat protects them, because it protects the rest of their character. Then Allah at the end says, "Ulaika fi jannatin mukramun." Those are the people that are going to be in multiple gardens, honored. In every garden they go, they're going to be honored. Mukramun is a maful. What's wrong with these disbelievers? Malahum. What's wrong with the disbelievers? They come at you running. Ahta'a in Arabic is to run behind a leader obediently. So what happens? is that in this passage Allah describes the people who will not burn in hellfire. And He talks about their qualities like they're honest and truthful and they're not shameful, shameless, etc. All these qualities are described. This is a Makkan Surah. Quraysh hear these qualities and they know they represent the opposite of each of these. Let them play around. حَتَّى يُلَاقُوا يَوْمَهُمْ Until they meet their day. الَّذِي يُعَدُونَ The one that's been promised to them. يَوْمَ يَخْرُجُونَ مِنَ الْأَجْدَاثِ سِرَاعًا سِرَاعًا يعني سُرْعَةً بِسُرْعَةً the day on which they will come out of their unmarked graves. Ajdath, Qabr is grave. Jadath is actually a grave unmarked. You don't even know it's a grave. When we look at this field over here, we don't even know how many people might be buried here hundreds of years ago. We don't know. This would be a Jadath. This would be a Jadath. People drowning in the ocean or in a river. Nobody even found where they are. Their remains are buried deep under the sand at the bottom. That's a Jadath. Somebody died in the desert and their, their corpse got buried by the sand. That's a Jadath. Somebody fell off a cliff. Animals ate away at their remains. Whatever was left was, left was absorbed by the earth. That's a jadath. Allah says, the day on which they will come out of all their unmarked graves. Sira'an, quickly. كَأَنَّهُمْ إِلَىٰ نُصُوبٍ يُفِضُونَ As though they are racing towards a goal. Nusub was used, nasab was used actually for um, a large stone that was their finish line when they would race each other in sports. So with large stone, that's your finish line, and they would dash towards it, right? Allah says, when judgment day, when the trumpet is blown, previous surah, they'll come out of their graves in this surah, and they're gonna run towards it like they're racing each other. Right now, they'll rush towards you to intimidate you, then they will rush because Allah is calling, and they won't even be able to help themselves. Then yufilun is used, interestingly, when a prey runs towards its, uh, its, the animal that's about to kill it without even realizing. When a prey runs into a trap, that's awfadah also. Or wafda, they use the root origin for that wafda. Hashi'atan absaruhum, their eyes filled with fear. Tarhaquhum dhilla, humiliation piled on top and on top and on top, layered on top of them. That is the day. That in fact is the day that which, which have, they have been promised. I promised them that one. And Allah does not, you know, forgo His promise. Allah keeps mentioning the day that's promised, the day that's promised, because Allah expects human beings to keep their promise. And if they don't keep their promise, Allah certainly will keep His. So the, 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 the central concept in this surah was, you're asking questions, but when your questions are answered, you don't make the changes. You don't, there's no change in your behavior. SubhanAllah. So with this, we conclude, Alhamdulillah, Surah Al-Ma'arij. I'll give you guys a short break, and we'll come back and try to finish Surah Nuh.
It's not going to be easy for you. And to get that strength, you, you will gain that strength the closer you are to Allah, the stronger you'll get. And you'll get close to Allah when you recite His words calmly in the middle of the night. And then Allah starts talking about the benefits of the, the night prayer. Why specifically the night time? إِنَّ layli. No doubt about it. This getting up in the night. هِيَ أَشَدُّ وَطْأَنْ It is more firm when it comes to planting your feet. In other words, there are no distractions. There's nobody else calling you. There are no other obligations. The world is asleep. Your feet are planted more. And then, نَاشِئَةَ اللَّيْلِ يعني تَصَرُّفًا وَأَقْوَ مُقِيلًا Actually, no, I skipped that. الْعِبَادَةَ الَّتِي تَنْشَأُ بِيدٍ All the worship you're going to stand up and do at that time is going to be firmer. It's going to plant your feet deeper into the ground. What actually means to penetrate onto the ground and step. To step on the earth and to leave an imprint. So your feet will get imprinted where you stand. You'll be planted. You'll be firm. And this is actually imagery. Kinaya in the Quran. It alludes to something. And the allusion here is when the Prophet's feet are planted in the ground in, in prayer, he will be, his feet will be planted when he stands by his message. Ifbatul Qadam. You know, we say, وَثَبِّتْ أَقْدَامَنَا وَنْصُرْنَا عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ Plant our feet firm. Well, you'll become firm in your beliefs and firm in your, in your delivery, in your confidence when you develop this relationship with Allah. That's the instruction given to the Prophet ﷺ. وَأَقْوَى مُقِيلًا And it's more upright in, in terms of speech. In other words, your, your words are not filled with distraction of anything else. This is the best time to speak with me. Also, some, some argue here, وَأَقْوَى مُقِيلًا It's the most upright, it's the best time. To be speak in terms of speech with Allah, because Allah is where in the middle of, in the last portion of the night, is the closest. So the best time to talk to me is then. Wa Just ask Allah to forgive you. That's all I'm asking. Ask your master to forgive you. No doubt, he keeps forgiving over and over and over again. He will rain the sky upon you midraran in good continuous life giving rain. Rain that continuously comes is called midrar. Now notice the punishment that destroyed this nation was rain also. Was water also. But actually the, the, when rain is calmed down, when it's not gone wild, then it's a source of life. It's a source of vegetation. It's a source of you know, a, a healthy, healthy society. وَيُمْدِدْكُمْ And if you just ask Allah for forgiveness, He will extend you. With money and children. All these benefits will open to you. Notice the form, right? Yursil is connected with the next word with a kasra, right? Which makes it majzum. Then yumdid, not yumiddu, it's yumdid. Then wayaj'al, it's majzum, majzum, majzum. The question is, why are they all majzum? Why is there a sukun at the end of every present tense? It's because this is jawabu talab. There's talab on the one hand, istaghfiru rabbakum. And it says, though in between, in تَسْتَغْفِرُوهُ And if you were to ask forgiveness of him, then these things will happen. What things will happen? The sky will rain water, abundant water. You will have more in money, and you will have more in children. And he, he will install gardens for you. And he will put together rivers for you. He'll install rivers for you. Life on this earth will become beautiful for you. If, what? You ask Allah for forgiveness. This is a passage about what are the benefits of istighfar. We thought the benefit of istighfar is forgiveness. Obviously, somebody's asking for forgiveness. The greatest thing they're hoping for is forgiveness itself. Forgiveness comes with these benefits. وَيُمْدِدْكُمْ بِأَمْوَالٍ وَبَنِينَ 
He'll put gardens out for you. He'll lay rivers down for you. What is wrong with you people? You have no expectations from the grand nobility of Allah. You don't hope from Allah to show you dignity. And He's the one that already created you in stage after stage. Tawr means stage. Atwar means you were babies and you were adults and you've matured so much. He's the one that did that for you. Alam taraw kayfa khalaq Allahu sab'a sabawatin tibaqa. Haven't you taken a look and reflected how Allah created seven skies, one on top of the other in layers? Waja'ala al qamara fihinna nura. And in those skies, Allah placed, within them, He placed a light. Waja'ala shamsa siraja, meaning the moon first, and then He placed the sun as a lamp. Wallahu ambata kum min al ardi nabata. And Allah is the one who caused from the earth all kinds of things to sprout for you. Anbatakum nabata. All kinds of things to sprout for you. Thumma yu'idukum fiha. Then He's the one who brings it out, He returns it back to you from within it. Meaning the plants sprout and they give seeds and you put the seed back in and it brings it back to more produce. He keeps giving you more and more out of the same food. And He continuously brings things out for you. And He leveled the earth down for you and made it easy for you to walk on. So that you can pursue from it all kinds of paths and go through all kinds of valleys. Fijaj means, you know, open space between two, two mountains. You know, otherwise... It's Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. If you enjoyed this video, please do share it with friends and family. If you want to see more videos from this series, click on the box at the top. If you want to see other videos, click on the box at the bottom. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Thanks.